Welcome back, guys, to our weekly rankings. We're doing quarterbacks today, just like we do every single week. Now, if you just want to see our order for these quarterbacks, I'm doing the top 15. You can just go down into the description and find the order as well as they're always on our website. The link to that is in the description. We're updating live. We're going to be updating until last minute. So these might be a little different even Sunday morning. So definitely check it out there for those updates. If you want to know running backs and wide receivers, you can do the same exact thing on our website. Go and find those rankings or check out our video, Why Doing Wide Receivers. Tower doing quarterbacks. If you do describe the rankings, make sure you like this video and subscribe for more. Drop a comment and let us know who you disagree with, who you do agree with. Any start sit decisions you have, those comments help the algorithm help this video a ton. Now, guys, why should you stick with us? Last week, I'll admit full transparency was a, a struggle. We really planted our flag there on Trevor Lawrence and Kansas City, and. Uh, for Patrick Mahomes, and that that game was just not what we thought it would be. We put Deshaun Watson a few spots above ECR. That did not work out. So we had a tough week at quarterback. We fell outside the top 50%. But on the season, overall for all of our rankings, we sit currently in the top 30% of rankers. We're fifth overall in running backs. We're 33rd overall in kickers. So something on the team level is going correct here. We're going to hope we can correct quarterback and do better for you guys this week for week three. But before we dive into our top 15, you know what we have to do. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. So as always, we're going to get into the week with a couple honorable mentions. These guys in two quarterback leagues, you can plug in maybe some flyers if you're a little desperate, maybe your 14, 16 team leagues. These guys will apply to you. So honorable mentions for the week. We're going to start out with Baker Mayfield, who I have at quarterback 18 versus Philadelphia, who is currently dead last against quarterbacks for the season after two weeks. ECR has Baker at 21. Here we are three weeks in a row throwing Baker in as an honorable mention. So we got solid pushback in week one, mixed feedback in week two, and more people on board for week three. I don't think Baker is like a world beater, but he's competent enough to be carried by these elite wide receivers, despite being third quarterbacks last year. Philadelphia's led uh, led up the most points to quarterbacks thus far in 2023. I'll ride their opponents until the growing pains of the new coordinators phase out. Next, Matthew Stafford. We have a quarterback 16 on the week. ECR has him at quarterback 19. He's at Cincinnati, who currently, despite being second against quarterbacks last year, is 29th right now. So the Bengals' offensive struggles have continued. Stafford's been nothing short of excellent through two weeks. Two good games have only led a quarterback 17 and quarterback 22 for Stafford. So 16 is expecting to be a little bit better than that. But I do like this matchup versus a secondary less put together than Seattle and San Fran. Next, quarterback 20. We have C.J. Stroud at Jacksonville, who is... 27th currently is against quarterbacks. ECR Stroud at 23. Quarterbacks have found success early versus Jacksonville. It was Stroud throwing the ball 91 times through two weeks. I like him as a mid to late quarterback too. So you can plug him in again this week. Now, this week we faded Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow. We saw it worked for Daniel Jones. So hopefully we'll see how it goes for Joe Burrow. If you missed Joe Burrow in this episode, you're like, where'd he go? He's outside of our top 15. I'm closer to quarterback 24 this week, actually, because until we see Burrow at 100%, I'm just off of him in one quarterback lineups. It's a rare spot, though, where I'm going to hold him on my bench across formats unless the context is really just against it. Uh, typically, I don't love having two quarterbacks. So if Joe Burrow will hold on, and we'll try to plug in somebody else. So who is that going to be? We'll start at quarterback 15. We have Russell Wilson at Miami. Miami was 31st against quarterbacks last year, 17th thus far this year. ECR has Russ at quarterback 16. So despite the Denver Offense being pretty mediocre, Russ did bounce back from a tough week one with a quarterback one week in week two. I'm not sure we can count on Russ to repeat an extra 5.6 points on the ground, 
But with five passing touchdowns in two weeks, Russ is back into this streaming territory. It's an above-average matchup versus Miami. I feel okay about him this week. Now, Brock Purdy, we had at 14. He already played. Easter had him ready to line with us. Uh, it was a solid outing for Brock. Once again, creeping inside our top 15. Purdy's becoming a safe and viable streamer. So there's no ceiling here in one quarter red leagues, in my opinion, but he should never kill you. So should you be a manager weathering the storm of Joe Burrow, per se? Or you're waiting to see out the inconsistencies of Daniel Jones and Deshaun Watson. I think Brock Purdy's definitely a viable option. Week 13, or sorry, quarterback 13, we're going to jump in with Deshaun Watson. Here's his name coming up against Tennessee, who was 22nd in his quarterbacks last year, 21st of far this year. We are one spot below ECR, who has him at 12. So first, I got to apologize for labeling Deshaun as our square starter for week two because he completely face-planted. He just truly did not look good. Um, perhaps I have to start changing my view on Deshaun Watson and just start to recognize that there could be a world where he doesn't return to Houston Deshaun in 2023. The rushing, however, should keep Deshaun in the streaming range for the rest of the year. So as we mentioned last video, in 2022, the quarterbacks who rushed greater than 85 times finished top 10 59% of the time. So Watson's on pace for 93 and a half rushes. So for that reason, we have to keep him at least this high. Now, we're below Isaiah's week on Deshaun. I will note it's an above-average master versus Tennessee, so there's always a narrative that Deshaun also could get more rushing without Chubb, but I'm just not sure that's the way things work. Quarterback 12, Geno Smith versus Carolina, who is off to a strong start. Like They've held their own through two weeks, but Geno's also a better fantasy quarterback than Desmond Ritter and Derek Carr for Carolina's week one and week two. We have Geno Smith one spot above UCR, who has him at 13. Um, Geno nearly doubled his passing attempts in week one into week two. So we like Geno's odds to kind of middle that this this week remain as a fringe quarterback one. DK's training to play. It's only a plus here for Geno Smith. Um, I feel confident plugging him in again this week. Quarterback 11. We got Jared Goff versus the Atlanta Falcons, who have been okay. Uh, I think that their performance versus quarterbacks is a little skewed from a week one versus rookie Bryce Young. Jordan Love put together a good week in week two, and we like Jared Goff to do just as good. With Montgomery out, Detroit may throw a touch more, although, as we just mentioned with, with Deshaun, that's not always how things work. We are in line with ECR, which is fair, given Goff likely ends up a fringe quarterback one most weeks. Quarterback 10. We have Tua Tagovailoa versus the Denver Broncos. Now, ECR has Tua at quarterback 7. So we are a little below. It's nothing against Tua. This Denver defense is holding up. It's just not holding up, actually, the way it did in 2022. Now, Tua should have a really solid day. The reason I have him a few spots below, it's more narrative-driven for me. The correlation here is I have Raheem Moser is a top 12 running back this week with Waddle training out and Miami a touchdown favorite. So I just don't know necessarily how much they have to lean on Tua in this game. Quarterback 9, Justin Fields at the Kansas City Chiefs. ECR has Justin Fields rated at 9 as well. Chris Jones is back. He's a problem. Lawrence sadly held up, was was held up last week versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And there's it's within the range of outcomes that it happens again here for Justin Fields. Fields has been a less confident play after the first two weeks, and everything around Chicago is seemingly burning at the moment. Um, but we're riding the storm here with Justin Fields. Don't cut him in your league. If someone in your league cut him, I'm still picking him and plugging him over most quarterbacks or at least dashing it to see if this ship can write um, because F Fields struggled early last season as well. I mean, the concerns about his passing game are legitimate though. But with Chicago barely running a week ago, perhaps they try to get it back on track this week. If not, it's catch-up time versus Kansas City. I'm hoping volume on both fronts gets Fields back on track here for fantasy. Quarterback eight, we have Trevor Lawrence versus Houston. 
ECR has Trevor Lawrence at eight as well. Let's recycle our thoughts from week one, where if Lawrence finds himself in a blowout, uh, it could end up being a little tougher of a matchup here for Trevor Lawrence for fantasy. But with red zone rushing upside and good receiving threats, we have Lawrence in our lineups as we likely will all year. So fire up Lawrence, but temper your expectations. Quarterback seven, I got Dak Prescott of Arizona, who was 25th against quarterbacks last year, 30th against quarterbacks thus far. ECR has Dak at 10. So Dak's the name we have most over the consensus this week. Daniel Jones shredded Arizona a week ago, basically all in the second half, though. So the Arizona Cardinals have been awful versus quarterbacks over their last 19 games. As we mentioned, their record last year for fantasy and this year, it's just not been good. It's been a matchup target here for quarterbacks. Uh, my own hope here is Dak doesn't subside in a blowout like he did in week one against the Giants. That would be tough for our fantasy week. Quarterback six. Kirk Cousins versus the Chargers. So ECR has Kirk Cousins also at six. It's really tough to go away from Kirk Cousins with him being the quarterback one thus far. We've been again, we've been above consensus on Kirk Cousins two weeks going. So we're equal with him here on the third week. Uh, this is the game of the week for points. The run game has been non-existent for Minnesota, which, which puts a lot of work on Kirk Cousins back, uh, which has helped, you know, the other options there with TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison. Justin Jefferson all excel. Uh, let's hope Cousins can just kind of clean up the fumbling problems. He's had multiple through two weeks. Uh, with opponents putting up 63 points on LA through two weeks, this should be a smash start. And on the other side of the ball, we have at quarterback five here is Justin Herbert. Uh, Minnesota's also just not been great against quarterbacks. 26th last year, 25th so far this year. ECR has Justin Herbert rated at five as well. We're going to rinse and repeat the matchup conversation we had when we just talked about Kirk Cousins. Eckler's also out. Minnesota's been beat up through the air thus far. I'm praying for an air raid. Uh, we're all in on the quarterbacks and wide receivers here in this matchup. If we get another Jacksonville-Kansas City game, I'm just going to riot because that was the game that I really banked on last year, and it kind of killed my quarterback ranks at the end of the day. Uh, so hopefully we don't have a repeat this week where I'm calling for Minnesota and Los Angeles to be one heck of a fantasy matchup. Quarterback four, I've got Lamar Jackson versus the Indianapolis Colts, who were 29th against quarterbacks last year, 24th against quarterbacks this year. So ECRs ray in line with us, as they will be for the rest of these top four. Ray in line with ECR, pretty darn chalk here, but it's Lamar versus a struggling team with their backup quarterback. This is a spot for Lamar to continue to build on his good game in week two. Indy was 29th quarterbacks, as we mentioned last year. So I think it's going to continue again here in week three. Look for Lamar to get it done on the ground. We have Lamar going uh, back to double-digit rushing attempts last week, uh, like he did a lot of times throughout last year. So I like him again this week, over nine and a half carries, and that should put him in the top half quarterback ones. Now, Josh Allen is our quarterback three at Washington. Josh Allen bounced back big last week, and thus he's right back in our top three. I mean, it's Josh Allen. It's chalk here. I uh, expect Josh to do his thing and for Diggs to keep up a strong start. Quarterback two, we have Jalen Hurts at Tampa Bay. ECR, as we mentioned, right with us at two. As long as we get the tush bushes going with Jalen, he's going to be a top 10 guy. He's as good as the case as anyone to finish quarterback one weekly. It's a soft matchup against Tampa. We're going to roll with Hertz as our quarterback two this week. Let's hope the growing pains with the new quarter with the new coordinators can just start to correct itself. Uh, and that fields can or that Hertz can really unlock himself in the way in the offseason that I was anticipating him to. Now Quarterback one, Patrick Mahomes should shock absolutely nobody. He's versus Chicago, who was 30th against quarterbacks last year, 26th against quarterbacks this year. It's just a matchup to, to target. Whoever's playing against Chicago, the quarterback is going to be viable. But this, this is Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be top five weekly for us. 
Chicago's a mess. Expect Mahomes to crush in week three. It's a bad defense versus fantasy quarterbacks against the best quarterback in football. So we're not overthinking it. But but that does it for the quarterbacks this week, guys. Let us know in the comments what kind of length, if you like me going into more detail, kind of like last week, I dove a little bit deeper into each matchup this week. I just tried to get kind of the base here for these players. If you have any other questions on any of them, please go into the comments and ask me, and I will come in and I will answer with detail for you guys. You can jump in our Discord. We can also ask those questions, and the community can jump in and get on the back of it. There's conversations going all the time. Now, if you want a player take on anyone in the entire league, go down. You'll find our Clips catalog in the description as well with that Clips catalog you can go in and you will find either for our lead up to the season in season or for dynasty all listed by date of when the clips went up all alphabetical and chronological. You can go in very easily and find a take on your player. If you can't find one or you want an updated one again in the discord request it and we'll happily go in there and update and get one in there for you. So lastly, guys, as I mentioned, the community stars sit there in the Discord is fantastic. They'll answer all your questions. But if you want our team to give in-depth as many stars sit as you want, less than a dollar a week, our Patreon link is in the description. So all these rankings on the website. Go check out the running backs with Tyler, wide receivers with Wyatt, and follow all things JWB at JWB underscore FF on Twitter. The pinned tweet has our full team info. We are JWB Fantasy Football on all socials. So definitely go check us out. We will catch you guys next time.